Hey, welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Tech Tuesday on the Educational AD Podcast. We'll get to today's special tech guest, but I uh, want to remind everybody, uh, we are starting our brand new format uh, on the podcast. We're still going to have great interviews, but uh, we're... Uh, uh, revamping our Tech Tuesday segment, and uh, we're still going to have Wednesday Wisdom, and uh, Dr. Makia Troy will be doing her uh, uh, special segments every Thursday. But I want to thank you for your uh, support. Thank you for listening. And if you'd like to be a guest on the Educational Lady Podcast, just shoot me an email at jakestouchdown at gmail.com. Uh, we like to say we let athletic directors share their story, brag a little bit on their school, and offer best practices uh, to other ADs. So let's go ahead and um, hear our sponsor shout outs. These are all sponsors that uh, I had as an athletic director or as a coach. They're great products. You should be using them too. So take three minutes and just listen to our sponsor shout outs. And then we'll be back with uh, this week's Tech Tuesday guest. We want to say thanks to Vital Signs Wall of Fame for their support. If you're looking for a really cool way to display your school record boards uh, for all the teams, for all the sports, or your school's Hall of Fame, go to VitalSignsWallOfFame.com. They've got a mission to help bring your school's legacy to life. That's VitalSignsWallOfFame.com. We also want to say thanks to Hometown Ticketing, the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges. I don't think I need to say anything more. Go to hometownticketing.com. It's digital ticketing that offers more. We also want to say thanks to Gipper. Gipper's the official social media graphic solution for the podcast. And if you go to gipper.com, their team is going to show you how to create world-class marketing content for your school's social media channel. Your kids are on social media. And if you're not celebrating your teams, promoting your athletes, you're really missing out. Go to Gipper.com. It's used and trusted by over 3,000 athletic programs across the country. It's professional graphic design made simple. That's Gipper.com. We also want to say thanks to Home Campus. Home Campus is the exclusive high school and state association management platform for us. It's also your one-stop platform for scheduling. All the things that go into student-athlete eligibility and clearance, you know, uploading physicals, connecting with parents, you'll find it all at home campus. As an AD, I use home campus every single day, and so will you. Go to homecampus.com to get started. We also want to thank our friends at Snap Race. Have you, have you ever spent um, weeks on a fundraiser that gave you little, if any, return? Stop right here. Go to snapraise.com slash EDAD. Hands down, the best online fundraiser out there. We used it at our school with great success, and it's going to work for you too. Go to snapraise.com slash EDAD to get started. We want to say thanks to Huddle. Go to huddle.com and change the way you see the game. As a football coach, I used Huddle for years, but when I became an athletic director, I made sure that our school was a Huddle school. And our coaches just love the tools that Huddle provided that let them coach our kids up to their highest level. Go to Huddle.com. Join the 8 million users. Turn your school into a Huddle school. We also want to say thanks to Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack. At our school, we use surveys for everything, for parents, for kids, for coaches. And the information that came back was almost always positive, but it also allowed you to hear from that squeaky wheel parent. 
uh, go to athleticsurveys.com. They're going to create a custom survey just for you that's going to connect you to the squeaky wheels, but also to the 98% that supports your program. And that's a tremendously valuable tool to have when you're talking with that frustrated parent or with your principal or even with your school board. Go to athleticsurveys.com. Let them help you bring uh, your school from good to great. And we want to thank Sideline Interactive, indoor score tables and video boards. Go to sidelineinteractive.com, schedule a live web demo, and see their score tables and their score boards in action. Their products not only generate income for your athletic department, but they also create the ultimate game day experience for your student athletes. Go to athletic surveys, excuse me, go to Sideline Interactive. We already talked about athletic surveys. Go to Sideline Interactive and schedule that demo today. It's probably one of the best purchases I ever made uh, was our Sideline Interactive indoor score table. Uh, we use it for home games, of course, but we also use it for pep rallies, for signing ceremonies. Tremendously versatile. And the Sideline Interactive um, customer service team is second to none. Go to sidelineinteractive.com. Uh, schedule that live web demo today. Sidelineinteractive. Welcome back, everybody, to another Tech Tuesday segment on the Educational AD Podcast. Got a really cool guest today. We're going to be visiting with Rodney Zimmerman. Uh, if that name's not familiar, uh, you should check him out on LinkedIn. Rodney's got an incredible athletic background. Uh, as an athlete, he was a basketball player for UCLA, uh, was a professional basketball player in the NBA and also in Europe. He's also a high school athletic director for 13 years, and uh, he's taken his experiences and his skills, and he is now the founder of a company called Assesto. That's Assesto.com and Assesto Software. We're going to hear about Rodney's background and about uh, Assesto and what it can do for athletic directors, but uh, Rodney Zimmerman, welcome to Tech Tuesday. Thank you for happy to be here. Well, uh, you and I connected on LinkedIn, which is a great place uh, for networking and professional development. I encourage all of our listeners to uh, you know, spend a little more time on LinkedIn. Um, and again, long story short, I thought you'd be a great guest for our listeners. So uh, let's go and jump right into it. Uh, we like to let our listeners have a chance to get to know our guests. So give us a little bit of your background, uh, you know, you know, growing up college, you know, obviously being a basketball player, uh, you know, has played a big part in your life, but What's the Rodney Zimmerman story in about four minutes? Uh, the Rodney Zimmerman story is is the typical story. Uh, moved 13 times in 16 years. Uh, father was in the military, so we bounced around uh, almost every year. Uh, went to high school in Colorado Springs, in the Air Force Academy. Uh, was very fortunate enough to to be recruited um, by a number of number of colleges. Um, as one of the top hundred athletes, student athletes for uh, basketball. Ended up choosing UCLA, where um, I played with some very high-end talent. Um, Ed O'Bannon was my teammate, uh, same class. Sean Tarver, Tracy Murray, um, Don McLean, on down the board. It, it, it was an endless roster, but a great experience um, coming all the way from Colorado to have a chance to play with student-athletes at a high caliber um, on a national level. And... From there, really learned a lot about myself. Um, I think that that was, that was part of the growth and development that was important for, for my transitioning into an athletic director. Um, 
didn't start the first year, uh, had considerations of transferring. Um, the typical typical story that a lot of student athletes go through where they think about transferring schools um, ended up staying and and redirecting my pathway, my perception of what I saw my my um, my potential as being, and realized that my that my true talent was shot blocking and defense. Um, really honed in on that, and that led me with an opportunity to try out for the Detroit Pistons. Made made that team. Um, stayed there for a small stint, and then went overseas to Europe, where I found a passion for for playing in Europe. Uh, a lot more pressure, uh, less players, American players, so you have to perform. I have to score points, have to do all the little things to, uh, to keep you there. And that really helped, helped me with understanding my role. And that role was, was more taken from UCLA where I understood that my role on defense transitioned into offense uh, once I went to Europe. And then combining that into the model of professional development and what, and what that meant for the next level. So after, after basketball, I ended up um, working with a company, an organization in, in Los Angeles that serviced under, uh, underprivileged students in South Central Los Angeles. And then from there, ended up in Georgia, where I've been athletic director for the last 13 years and have had the privilege of working with student athletes that are may not pursue it in college, pursue athletics in college, but, but teaching them to use sports as a tool. And that's been a great, a great uh, observance for the development of the software. Yeah, we're going to take a deep dive into the software later. I want to go back to your uh, your college days, uh, and, and you you did a great job of talking about you know how you know we as people in this case as a player you know you evolved uh, you know found your role found out what skills uh, you know you need to hone in on. But looking back at your college days, uh, was there a moment? you know, looking back that at the time didn't seem like a big deal, but, you know, as you uh, matured uh, and, you know, maybe even now as an athletic director, you can look back at that moment in college, that that was a significant moment. Anything stick out for you? Well, I think that the transfer situation really stuck out. Um, I was fortunate enough being in Los Angeles to have a, a really strong mentor at that moment, which was Magic Johnson. Uh, we played during the summers all the time, and and Magic started to take me under his wing and put me in a position to play against Shaq because Shaq would come to, into town. And so what that did was it helped me understand more so, but beyond the confidence level, was the ability to compete against anybody. And I think that that was really the the, the situation I needed because I didn't really understand what the coach wanted of me at that time. Um, I knew, I thought I knew my role coming in, but everybody came in averaging 25 points in high school. Everybody came in as a dominant player. And so it, it really put me in a, in a position to try to understand how to fit in. And that's something that I've found is, is really tough for a lot of student athletes when they're trying to figure out their roles nowadays. So I was very fortunate to have a good mentor that kept me at UCLA. Um, and then really understanding the dynamics of, of coaching. And the difference, the different coaching aspects, you know, I had Jim Herrick, who was, who was a phenomenal coach and really pushed you to bring the best out of you. Um, at the same time, you know, I spent a lot of time questioning what he was looking for and that created the practice player versus the game player situation. So it, it really taking those dynamics moving forward, helped me understand even today, students, student athletes abilities and, and their potential and perceptions, which is very important. 
Oh, great, great points. I love you, uh, you know, taking your own experiences now, helping students uh, do better. Let's go and talk a little bit about uh, your athletic director uh, role. Um, what are some things that you have seen uh, change from when you first became an AD to now, like, like we said, 13 years on the job? Uh, you know, how's the role changed? Uh, maybe how has it gotten better? Or what are some challenges that you face? Well, I think just starting with the challenges, um, coming in from playing at a high-level college and playing at a high-level basketball and then working with uh, a school and schools, it's been two schools now, that are not necessarily focused on taking student-athletes to the next level, Division One. So currently I'm at a, at a um, private Jewish school, and a lot of those student-athletes that are looking to move, move forward are really using sports as just a tool. Um, because they're not looking to pursue it in college. Um, and then the last school I was at, I had a few students who were looking at um, athletic scholarships, one for basketball and one for soccer. And the ability to, for them to help understand the process with the NCAA, how all that works, and really for them to understand that they have to take an active role instead of waiting, which, which we never did growing up. Um, it was always, you know, there, weren't, there wasn't a camp on every corner. There wasn't an AAU program in every corner. You had to fight to be on the team. And nowadays, it seems like not that things are handed, but even with the creation of NIL, it, it seems like the direction of sports has changed and where student-athletes see themselves positioning. Yeah, it, it is certainly a challenge, and, and that's a whole different uh, uh, episode to talk about NIL. Um, you know, as you know, uh, the very small percentage of our high school athletes, you know, is it 2%? Is it 6% are going to go on and play at any level in the college. And, you know, we want to help those kids get there, but we also need to manage and balance, you know, the other 98, 95% that all they're going to get is their high school experience. And, and we want to make sure that that's a great experience, you know, very cool stuff. Mm -hmm. Let's go and talk about uh, your other projects. Uh, you are the founder of a company called Assesto Software where that's assess uh assess dough software um why assess dough uh and how did it form we're going to talk about what it is uh later but you know how did that all come about came about really starting in college so without me even really knowing so going back to discussing how i was trying to figure out what the coach was looking for for myself was the idea of understanding what his perspectives were, what my perspectives were, what the perceptions were. And when I started to dive more into that throughout college, I realized that I didn't really know what the coach was looking for from me because our communication was not connected. Now, why that was, I don't know. But I, I think that ultimately what it did was it lended a hand to help me understand that understanding perspectives is important, but even more so understanding that perception does matter. And so the perception of showing up on time, the perception of communication skills, the perception of how an athlete actually feels about their body. And I, and I say that because I had had surgery the first year, uh, arthroscopic surgery. And so the discussion was whether or not to redshirt. Now, the perception that came across was let's get him back on the court, which was coming from obviously the, the physical um, athletic trainers and from the coaching staff. But my perception was a little bit different based on what I knew about my body. And so a lot of that that I went through led to me understanding and wanting to know more about perceptions, 
based on perspectives. And that goes into everything we talk about in life. That goes into the workplace. It goes into, it, it goes into communication skills at home. Um, it goes into coaches, athletes, athletic directors, everyone. Um, what were, um, uh, from getting that idea, you know, hey, this is something I really want to do, to execution, because, you know, the company's up and it's running. Um, what were some of the key moments for you during that process? I think the key moment for me was customer discovery, which, which again, I say started in, in college, but not really knowing that that was my customer discovery. Um, moving on into, into playing professionally, you know, the year before playing professionally, I ruptured two discs in my back my senior year, uh, telling me I wouldn't play anymore basketball. Um, a lot of us have been through that story where we've been told that we can't or that we won't. And then taking those understandings and knowledge and then researching more with what other people have gone through. That's what led me to really want to deep dive into the idea of how people think, how we get perspectives and how we create perceptions. And a lot of it had to do off the court and off the field. It had to do more with just life in general. Um, working in a, in a school, you know, obviously the communication is, is, has to streamline effectively uh, between athletic director and head of school. And it also has a streamline effectively between coaches, athletic director, coaches and parents, parents and athletic director. Those are all different perspectives that I wanted to begin understanding the perception. The perception is the end result. So the perception needed to be without bias. And that's something that I really felt was essential to learn about. And as AI started to transition more into its authentic realm, which is, which is the ability to, to predict, um, predict based on analytics, was for me to add that segment to the idea of studying perception. So that's how it all came about. It was, it was, it was created literally in a, in, a, in a room in my office where I had thought about some of the things I'd gone through. Uh, a student had just come by and asked me about how they could understand their, not only their failures, but their fears before the game because they were afraid of the team they were playing. And that was almost an aha moment. How do you get student athletes to be able to relate their emotions to the idea of a perception before they actually get there? And then you can help them develop to get past those fears, past those, past those perceptions that they have, their emotional beliefs. And that's something that I really just began to study with sports psychologists. Um, I have a lot of good sports psychologists I work with. There's a lot of good neuroscientists I work with and, and just understanding how the mind works. Well, uh, it all sounds fascinating. That's why, you know, you're on tech Tuesday. Cause I, I thought it just sounded really cool. Um, we've got, um, you know, some athletic directors out there, you know, they're like me, they're old, you know, they're cranky and, you know, maybe a little techno, uh, averse or, uh, afraid talk to that AD. What can Assesto do for them and how can uh, they find out more? So the easiest way I can explain it is, is the idea of a, of a Likert scale or an audio visual or, a, or a, um, a visual scale. And the idea is that if I don't, if I, if I only know the nevers and the sometimes, I don't really know the context in between that. That's something that is never really analyzed in assessments. And so what I do is I created a platform that allows you to assess in a very quick manner. So it, it, it gives you a statement or a question based on what you're asking it to do. It's all situation perception based. And 
the context are, are options that you can select from. Once you select those options, the system automates and analyzes it. And what it does, it pr provides a response of coping mechanism. So it has the ability to tell me if I feel anxiety, if I actually feel fear, if I feel positive response. And the reason why that's important is because a lot of times there's bias in the process of assessing. Students don't feel like they wanna be authentic with their thoughts because it's one simple answer of a never and sometimes. So now it gives you the chance to tell your own story uh, within the assessments. So I might have, I did an assessment on, on basketball team um, years ago and I assessed their fear of game situation to practice situation. And we did it throughout a week. And for some of these students, it actually showed that they are more, they have more anxiety in games than they do in practice when it comes to ball handling. Now, why is that important? Because of course, as a coach, a coach can assess that by what they see, but if they actually know how the student athlete feels about it, now you can connect those dots and you have something that you can work on in practice. You have something that you can work on outside of the court, um, outside of the field for football and other sports. And that's really where I wanted to take it was the idea that all these perspectives that a student has that they can't dissect themselves, the system can now do. So it's an easy assessment that a student athlete can take, uh, use it on communities, um, use it with parents, can use it on coaches, um, organizations use it, even physical trainers use it because a lot of times physical trainers have a different perception of the student athlete than the student athlete has. The student athlete has a different perception than the coach has. Now you can take all those results and understand and compare to comparative analysis of the next best steps, the next best action. Is that student athlete prepared to be back on the court or on the field? Is that coach ready to put that student athlete back on the quarter field? And that's something that, that's very important to know. Um, and that's why Assesta was designed. Well, it just sounds fascinating uh, and, and such a cool application of tech. Uh, can you share an example of uh, the application and the outcome, uh, you know, maybe with one of your own kids or teams or, or with one of your clients? Uh, anything come to mind? Absolutely. So I've used it uh, recently in a situation where a student athlete had committed an infraction, an ethical infraction um, on the field, on the flag football field. And the school had made a decision to suspend the student athlete. And by suspending the student athlete, it was actually going to possibly cause a deeper effect because they were moving into the playoffs. So what they ended up doing was using the technology to assess how the outcome might come about if they do suspend the student athlete. And in this situation, instead of it being designed with human input, we let the AI design it because um, it does have the ability to let AI design the, um, the analysis. And what ended up resulting from that was they took it twice. It ended up showing that they should not suspend the student athlete, but look at another alternative because there was a high risk effect by suspending the student athlete moving forward. Now, that wasn't their initial thought. Their initial thought was just suspend them. You know, it goes against the ethical, ethical code of what the school represents. But in this situation, they, they took a step backwards to reevaluate the situation using the software and ironically, based on the selections they chose, it came back and told them that they need to be cautious. And the second time they took it, it showed that it was a high risk situation. Um, so they ended up going back and reevaluating. And what they ended up doing was not suspending the student athlete, but doing sensitivity training and making the student athlete formally apologize to the school. So again, that's something where 
yes, human input, we would have thought, yes, just suspend the student athlete, let's be done. But then they went back and took the took the analysis using the software and it came back with a different result that made them question what their initial thought was. So again, those are all their thoughts. But a lot of times when you take multiple snapshots of your perspectives, you're not spending time analyzing those perspectives to then come up with what the perception is. The system does that for you, which is what makes it very unique for assessing. Well, just a, again, a great use of, you know, gathering data, you know, it, it, as you said, the system analyzes it for you. And then hats off to your administration for, you know, applying that and seeing the wisdom of saying, you know, hey, maybe we can do this uh, a little differently. Rodney, again, I'm just fascinated by this whole process. If one of our listeners wanted to reach out and connect with you or find out more, how do they do it? The easiest way is just to go to assesto.com. It's assess and then do, do, and the concept came from assessments and presto. It's it's comes out to be assesto. <laughs> I love it's it. What's that? You can read more about it there. You can read how it works with athletes um, in sports, how it works with coaches, how it works with officials. Um, we're currently having discussions with with an organization in Sacramento about using it for their training of NBA and WNBA officials as well as. Uh, college, collegiate, and high school officials. So there's all kinds of ways you can use it as training modules, but you can also use it in the way that this school did in regards to getting a better perception of what you're really thinking before you make the next actionable steps to make sure that it's the correct type of steps. Well, I, I just love it. Uh, go ahead and give out that website one more time. It's assesto, A-S-S-E-S-S-D-O.com. Just like Presto. I love it. Rodney Zimmerman, thanks so much for sharing with us on Tech Tuesday and all the best moving forward. Thank you very much. It's great being here. For our listeners, uh, we appreciate you. And uh, we also upload these Zoom recordings to the Educational AD Podcast YouTube channel. Uh, we do this every week and also just about every day with new content. So uh, come back next Tuesday for another tech tip. And just about every day, for new content on the Educational AD Podcast. We'll see you next time. Boy, that sounds like a really cool uh, website and software app. I really encourage you to check it out. Before we leave, uh, of course, we want to thank our sponsors. Um, huddle.com. Uh, as a football coach, I used Huddle. As an AD, we were a Huddle school. Go to huddle.com. Uh, Vital Signs Wall of Fame. If you're looking for a really cool way to display your school record boards or your school's Hall of Fame, go to vitalsignswalloffame.com. We want to say thanks to Home Campus. Uh, as an AD, I used Home Campus every single day. Go to homecampus.com. Find out all the things they can do for you. I want to say thank you to Gipper, the official social media graphics solution for us. Uh, if you're not promoting your kids and your teams on social media, you're really missing out. Go to Gipper.com. They're going to help you create world-class content. Gipper.com. We want to thank Hometown Ticketing, the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges. Do I need to say anything more? Go to HometownTicketing.com to get signed up. We want to thank Sideline Interactive Indoor Score Tables. Uh, you've heard me say before, uh, probably the best purchase I ever made as an AD. Go to sidelineinteractive.com to find out more about their products. We want to say thanks to Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack. 
you've never used a survey to take the pulse of your parents or your student athletes, you're really missing out. Go to athleticsurveys.com. Uh, let them create a custom survey for you and your school. And we'd like to thank Snap Mobile. Snap Mobile is the company. Snap Raise is the platform. Hands down, the best online fundraiser out there. They even have a program where they will give you your money before you actually do your fundraiser. Nobody else does that. Go to snapraise.com for more information. Thanks as always for listening. We'll see you next time on Tech Tuesday and the Educational AD Podcast. Have a great day.